Matthew 4, 19. And he said unto them, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Enjoy this episode of Method Men, y'all. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Method Men. It is my pleasure today to have Mr. Val Sorensen, formerly the National Account Manager for National Coatings and Supplies for 3M Company. Uh, Val has recently retired, and I mean recently by, like, when did you retire, Val? It's been like four or five weeks, Kevin, and it's, it's uh, I'm still pinching myself saying, is this real? But it's real, and we're happy. Well, I'm telling you, we were we were talking the other day at work. Uh, somebody asked, "Well, how old is Val?" And I said, "Well, he looks like he's about forty, but I think he's maybe sixty. I'm not sure." Yeah, I just turned fifty-eight in December, Kevin. Fifty-eight in December. Wow, that is fantastic! Retirement at fifty-eight. Now that is a I've blown past fifty-eight, Val. Oh, not so, by far. Not by far. Well, no, not by far. But so. In four or five weeks, all the honeydew list is over, right? <laughs> True, yeah. You want to go fishing, you could go fishing. But how is now, now that you're transitioned into this, holy crap, is this the real thing? How is this new life uh, of retirement? Yeah, it's a great question. I've got it a few times. In fact, a good friend of mine, I haven't talked to in a long time, Brian Young, who says hello to Kevin, by the way, um, was asking the exact same question. And, and uh, you know, the, the, the most common response I can think of at first is strange because it's, uh, it's strange to stop doing something you've done and loved to do for 35 years, right? Um, but at the same time, there's this, this overwhelming sense of just humbled and blessed to have this so many so many things go our way in our lives um i was joking with brian that uh, you know marsh and i have been married for 33 years 35 years with 3m and every time we went on vacation something good would happen when we came back now no matter how worried i was about all the stuff that's not done and and all the things that are left to do and this is up in the air and i gotta you know it takes th three days to decompress before you can enjoy your one week vacation right but we've come back and some some deal that I've been working on or some customer we've been trying to win, something would come through and it would win. I, I, like, it always something happens good when we go on vacation. I said, Commercial, can you imagine if that's been our pattern? What's it, what's gonna, what good is going to happen when we retire? <laughs> I mean, what in the world? This could be big. <laughs> that's so, right. That's right. Absolutely. But, but it's been a blessing and, and uh, it is strange. It's different. Um, you kind of go through the checklist of the honeydews, as you put it, uh, her list, my list. And uh, I, I really look at it now as just growth. What do I want to do that I haven't been able to do? And it's, it's not just, and it's not work related anymore. All of a sudden now it's what are the, what are the things that I mentally want to do? What are the things that I physically want to do? I mean, Marsha enjoys training and, and uh, exercise. And, and we've always done that. We get up and walk the pup every morning for a couple miles and, and, uh, and hit the gym a little bit. We're, we actually made a, a purchase of a home gym before COVID. Oh, wow. And got lucky with that because that's a savant. you were a savant. <laughs> I wish I was that, that smart in the stock market, but it, I made a couple good choices, but you know, it's interesting. I, I've been thinking about uh, this time with you today and I, I, I really, 
thought about the word choices. I just, it just came up as we discussed here. And, uh, you know, I, I first want to say congrats to you for doing this, this podcast, Kevin. Um, our church just finished a series talking about re- outreach. You know, what, what more inclusive club in the world is there than the church, right? Absolutely. Than, than faith. And, uh, you know, one of the things that, uh, that men do, your whole, your whole, the name of your podcast is Method Men. And, uh, you know, we lead our families. In some cases, we're, we have the opportunities to lead a business. But, but to be able to try and reach out to men and, and, and offer them uh, the, the blessings of faith is uh, really a, an outstanding effort on your part, Kevin. I applaud you for it. And I, but I, as a person, you know, so many people have a hard time speaking about faith. And I was a little bit nervous about this, about this podcast. Um, but it's, it's, um, it's like, I think back about when I was a sales rep, I was, you know, when you retire, you reflect, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was oh yeah. I can only about... imagine Val. <laughs> but I thought about my very first sales call as a sales rep and Kevin, I will share with you that 35 years ago when I was on my first sales call it was just me in that car to go see ABC auto body. Kevin, I think I circled that building three or four times before I walked in the door and it all went great. It all went great. But I think people are nervous about talking about faith sometimes because they don't know where to go. And maybe they don't think like they're the expert and none of us are. And I think, you know, where I'm at in my path, I'm, 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 I'm a student, I'm learning. Um, but it's, uh, it's a great thing to do to try and reach out to people and, and, and talk to them about this topic because I think you do a great job of that. Well, Bob, um, I know you just you just mentioned that you're a student in this this thing called faith, but you've always been a believer, but you've not you, you've not always been active within the church. How long? When did when did you come back in and and what brought you back in? Yeah, and you know, gosh, isn't it amazing how how uh, We've got a good friend who says no, there's no coincidences, and I and I agree with her on that. Um, when I was a kid, I was born in, in a family that was in a church. We were Lutherans up in Minnesota, and I and the the term I've picked up is I was drugged to church. <laughs> I was drugged to church every Sunday, right? That's right. And uh, I remember, you know, my mom had such a strong faith. My dad did too. All everybody in our family. But Kevin, I'll share with you a little secret. At one point in my life, I mean, I had I had a blessed childhood too, by the way. Amazing parents, amazing grandparents. I, I had everything, but I was skeptical about faith. I distinctly remember sitting in church saying, they believe all this? This Jesus Christ guy is our savior? Who is this guy? <laughs> and it's, I, look, I think back about it, now it's bizarre. But... Um, I've listened to a couple of your podcasts and one of them talked about, uh, about why does God test us at times? Why does God allow bad things to happen? And, and I, I think back about that and, and, uh, I grew up with such a blessed childhood. It was, it was, uh, I took it for granted. I didn't understand it, but my mom died at 37 of cancer. When I was 14 years old. And after that five year struggle with cancer, I started to really reach out. I, you know, God had been reaching me my whole life. But all of a sudden, because of that, that test, that, that trial, that tough time in my life, I reached out and I had, you know, my aunt, my aunt had given me a, a Bible study book and, and I started reading that. And, 
I'll distinctly remember Kevin one night I was reading uh, a passage that talked about uh, when when darkness overtakes him, God's light will come shining through. And Kevin, I'm I'm 14 years old and I had a lamp next to my bed and I read that and I prayed to God for for help and and I turned off the lamp and it sounds like a small insignificant thing, Kevin, but I'm in bed praying that prayer and my lamp flickered and turned back on. There you go. And in my 58 years of life, that's never happened before. That's never happened again. (laughs) So to me, I was like, okay, I'm with you. I get it. I'm all yours. It is. It is amazing. The, the, until you start paying attention, right? God's, God's going on all the time, right? God's doing God's thing all the time. But until you start paying attention to it, you don't, you, you miss those signs all the time. Well, and and I I mentioned the word choice before, and I think, you know, it's, it's amazing that we live in a world of choices. And at that moment in my life, I could choose to recognize what that simple little light switch. No, Kevin, I can explain it. I didn't turn the knob all the way on that little lamp and it came back on. But again, in my 58 years, I haven't done that again. Right. 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 So you can choose to accept that that sign for what it really is, or you could choose to say, ah, that's nothing. So it's amazing. Like you say, God's working out and God's reaching out to us all the time. And I, I do believe that, Absolutely. but you know, I went off to college and I met Marsha and, and I got a job and got busy with life. And I think, I think what happened is I, I, uh, I never walked away from faith. I just, I just didn't go to church and we never really became a member again. And you talked about how did I come back and, you know, we were we were another famous term I like in the in the in the church called Keisters. We went Christmas and Easter, right? We 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 get the holidays. Absolutely. We really never made the step of becoming a member. So so uh, what happened was um, um, kind of another event in our life that that hurt us. We had you know we got this sweet little uh, nine month old pup called Sky. This yellow lab is sitting here next to me. She's just a sweetheart. We've always had dogs, and uh, we had a a black lab, a yellow black lab named Mercy of all names uh, that we lost uh, two years ago, two and a half years ago. Uh, she was 13. She lived a good life, but she finally passed away. And uh, we were, we were, we were kind of sad about losing our pup and, and uh, more than kind of, we were really disappointed. We went to see a couple of neighbors down the door, down the street and, and, uh, and they, they were dog owners. And we were kind of consoling each other and, and they invited us to church the next day. And Kevin, I haven't, I haven't joined a church and really hadn't, hadn't been to a church in a long time, but they say, hey, come on to church tomorrow. What, so church we is, went, what church is that? We went to New Hope Church in Durham. They've got a campus in Garner. They've got a campus in Wake Forest. They've got a campus in Kenya. Um, but we went to New Hope Church, and, and we happened to be there on Vision Day. Uh, Pastor Benjamin Kenny, Ken, uh, Kelly, uh, it was his Vision Day to talk about his vision for the church and the plan for the year. And, you know, being a, in the business world for 35 years, I had all these connections about, gosh, vision day. This sounds like my business plan day, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and, uh, you know, little things, you know, I worked for 3M, you know, Minnesota Mining Manufacturing. We had a triangle kind of as, a, as part of our symbol. Well, they had all these triangles in their background of the, of the stage for their, for their uh, 
for their church. And, and I just mentally had all these connections with this church. And I really resonated with what our pastor was talking about. And, and uh, Kevin, I don't think we missed a Sunday for about a year straight. And uh, it's just, uh, it's again, it's, it's, I mentioned choice. You know, you, you choose, I don't think you, a lot of times you don't mentally choose to walk away from, from the church, but when, when adversity comes and, and you're tested, isn't it interesting that you're so receptive to, uh, to listen, to walk through that door, right? And oh, absolutely. all of a sudden come back. So it's been a, it's been a great couple of years. We've really enjoyed it. Even through COVID, um, um, they started a plan called Rooted at New Hope, at New Hope Church. And it was, uh, it's a life group, but it was an introductory life group. And that was a really, a, a great move for Marsha and I to get more involved and, and, uh, talking about issues that, uh, that again, questions, right? Really, really bring up a lot of questions in faith that that uh, we all have, and and in a, in a group of peers to have a discussion was really, really a healthy, productive time, and and uh, got me interested in reading the Bible. I mean, I've got some books I've read that have been fantastic, but that Bible, Kevin, is intimidating. That's <laughs> a big book. Yes, it is. Yes, it so, is. Uh, Started the New Testament, and I'm enjoying that. It's it's challenging sometimes to read. The, the, the uh, New International Version is helpful for us folks who have struggles with some of those uh, those words we're not accustomed to using, right? I, w- I always skip over all of the names because I can't ever pronounce them. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Or I'll stick in another one, you know. I'll just stick in Steve or Bob or different names. But, yeah, I know what you mean. It's intimidating. So, so, in fact, um, so I know... One of your passions, personally, is fishing. And I think the other day you were telling me about a, a small group within the church that is a group of men that go fishing. Yeah, you know, um, another, another example of uh, reaching out to men, reaching out to people with faith. Um, my wife's best friend married a guy who's from Alabama and uh, he's lived here for 20 years and he has fished in a fishing trail called Fishers of Men. And Al Odom started this, this organization. Um, I believe Al's down in South Carolina, uh, but Al's a strong man of faith and wanted to find a way to reach out to people. And, and he, he knows, uh, he's a smart guy. He knows that there's people who have passion about fishing and, and he had a passion for fishing and he wanted to combine both that and uh, and faith, and what we what he put together is a is a fishing trail. And there's all kinds of bass fishing trails, you know, from just the weekend warriors to uh, you know I fish every Tuesday night with a, my my buddy Horace Mason's his name, who's got a 21 foot Triton bass boat, and it's a blast to get out there and that on that boat and catch fish. But um, we fish on Tuesday nights, just a bunch of guys, and we fish, and we leave. But fishers of men is different. We um, we meet every Friday night before a Saturday tournament, and uh, and we meet here. We meet at a local Baptist church is where they've got them lined up. Um, the Fishers of Men is all across the United States. Uh, I've got friends in, in Minnesota, and, and up there they meet at a local Lutheran church. But uh, it's it's just an opportunity to, uh, again, invite um, people to uh, go do something fun together. And, and also get to get a message and, and, and get get the word. We, we have local churches that have sponsored those Friday night dinners. Uh, 
Um, but we even had one at the local Hendrick uh, Chevrolet dealership up at Streets of South Point. We had our meeting there before the uh, Saturday tournament uh, just a couple of weeks ago at Jordan Lake. And we uh, had a local pastor who came out and gave us a, a great message. And, uh, and then we uh, plan our meeting and then meet at, meet at the water the, the following day. But, you know, we've had some adversity with COVID, right? So last year we didn't have Fishers of Men. And the first couple of tournaments this year, we couldn't do the Friday night meeting because of uh, restrictions. So, you know, vis- visualize this, Kevin, Saturday morning at the lake, it can get busy on Saturday mornings at a lake, right? Mm, absolutely. So, and so at our last tournament, um, we are on the water. We got probably 35, 40 bass boats out there with the engines off, silent. And there's other people coming to the lake and doing their thing. Um, and our, our leader of our group, Dale Morgan, gets out there with a megaphone and he provides the word and says a prayer and, and talks over us and, 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 and all, all glory to God. And, and uh, you know, you put a 15 minute sermon, quite frankly, on the water, right? Gotta love it. You preach it where you're at. But it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And, and uh, they got a leggy, legacy version of this series, too. So a great way to invite, uh, you know, the guys who got these boats can invite uh, either their own kids or, or, or their, their son or daughter and, and a friend to get out and fish in what they call the legacy series. And that's a great way to connect with people, too, and give them a chance to learn more, more about fishing and have some fun and, and be able to get a message in there, too. So, Val, if, if folks that are listening to this wanted to be involved in this uh, this fishing trail and fishers of men group, is there a website to go to? Is there somebody that's in charge of it? Or yeah, absolutely. Um, you can just Google. Uh, wait, hey, let me. F O. I'm going to get the exact website for you. It's. Um, it's the Fishers of Men National National Tournament Trail. And I got to get my reading glasses out to get this out, brother. It's www.fomn, as in national, tt, as in tournament trail. So fomntt.com. Got it. So the Fisher of Men Trail Tournament.com. Fishers of Men National, National Tournament Trail. Tournament Trail. TournamentTrail.com. Got it. F-O-M-N-T-T dot com. Very cool. Very cool. Well, Val, so you also earlier had talked about what you're, what is it that you mentally want to do? I mean, obviously, this retirement, I know how close you and Marsha are. Yep. And Marsha is, is is just a wonderfully beautiful person, both inside and out. Where are you? Where where are the two of your? Where's your head at as far as is it being more involved in the community? Is it starting your own nonprofit? Is it what what do you what do you what what's on your what's on your mind that you're thinking about starting or doing? It's a great question, Kevin. You know, I I had a vision for what I wanted to do, and the more I've done some self-reflection, I'm not going to be committed to what my initial vision was. Um, my dad started a business many years ago that is still in business. The employees own it now. It's an, it's an ESOP. And I wanted to uh, do some work with them and kind of help out with my own schedule and kind of do what I used to enjoy doing, which is selling and, and uh, getting out and seeing people and, and uh, let them do all the, 
administrative and manufacturing accounts receivable will do that stuff and I can just go sell. But I, I don't know that that's really the right path for me. Um, so I'm, I'm still kind of searching. But, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not afraid to fail, I think is, is part of the way you got to do this. You know, I, I think back about um, the things I used to do. I mean, it's sports. I mean, I, I tried I tried hockey. Kevin, the blades never touched the ice. I, I was an ankle skater. <laughs> so guess what? They put me in nets and I was a goalie. Um, I, I love baseball, but I struck out more times than I can remember. But if I hit a home run, it's all I can remember, right? Um, I, I tried playing football all the way up through college. I was 215 pounds trying to play defensive tackle. Kevin, I was too skinny. It was too small. That's right. You had the height. You just didn't have the weight. <laughs> but it was the funnest thing in the world. So I think what I'm, what I'm learning is, you know, don't be afraid to fail at something. Find something you're passionate about and love to do and then pursue it. So, you know, I've, I've, I've had I, – I hesitate to tell people what I want to do because then you put yourself out there to have to go do it. But I'll share it with you anyways. Um, you know, part of my vision was to have – I've got some new product ideas, some, some solutions, but I, I don't want to go sell it myself. I'd like to be able to create opportunities where people who want to – be a part of something and have success on their own in their own community can build something and build something for themselves. So my wild, crazy idea is to have a, a small business model that could be easily replicated by anyone with little income to be able to make a living for themselves and, and, and provide for their family. And it's, it sounds like an absolute pipe dream and maybe it is but no you don't know anything until you try Val. <laughs> and i've thought about different ways could i could i reach out through my church to do this could i work through fishers of men to do this you know who could but it's all about just trying to find something that works and and uh and reach out but i i guess you know in my head i think i've had great success in the business world and and, and personally and i'm i'm I guess my point is I'm trying to think of ways where I could help someone else have success. Get back, get back to the world, right? Yeah. It's so been that's where my head is at. And I, and I don't know how that's going to play out. Um, that's kind of where my head's at. And I, I just uh, would love to be able to do something where someone else could benefit and, and have, have a success, you know, ideally enough where they can really advance themselves and their family and do something really build something for themselves. So I don't know. It's um that, that's one one crazy idea I've had, but uh, who knows? We'll see where it goes. That's fantastic. Um, well, Val, I, I just, again, I thank you so much for for taking a little bit of time and being on here with us. And I, I'm so proud of you and so uh, excited for this next phase of your life. I know it that it's going to be, uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, I know uh, you're going to be successful at whatever it is that you decide to do. And uh, it, it's, uh, I'm just uh, very, very excited for you, man. Well, I appreciate it, Kevin. And, and uh, thanks to you for all the years you've helped me in my career. Um, I've said it before. And I'll say it again. You're the fixer, brother. If you put your mind to something to go fix something, you fix it. And uh, I came to you with a lot of problems and, and you turned into great opportunities over the years. And, and I appreciate it. It's always great to talk to you, my friend. Well, it was my pleasure. If you don't mind, I'll pray us out of here, man. Let's do it. All right. Good and gracious God, I just I lift up Val Sorensen to you, Lord, as he as he starts this new thing called retirement. 
I just pray that you will continue to work in his life, work in Marsha's life, that that you will give him clear vision as to how he is supposed to do your work and to help others. So, Lord, I just I just pray that you will be with him uh, and, and with everybody that's listening as we go forward to, rem- to remind us that we're supposed to be fishers of men. Even if we don't know how to catch fish, we're supposed to be fishers of men. All right. So God, we just thank you. And we, we pray all this in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Brother Val, have a good one. Good to talk to my friend. Take care.